Hello and welcome to the Landed Podcast. I'm John Montgomery, co-founder of Landed, a travel company specializing in tailor-made journeys throughout Latin America and the Antarctic. At Landed, we're devoted to exploring these regions, searching out exceptional experiences and locations for our clients. The Landed Podcast profiles some of our favorite places and brings you conversations with friends we've made along the way, explorers, artists, and visionaries. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. Martin Bustamante is the creator and curator of Facon, his signature shop in the Chacrita neighborhood of Buenos Aires. Facon is a treasure trove of Argentine heritage and craftsmanship. In Martin's words, Facon is a craftsman friend, a braider of tientos, a silver laborer, a patient weaver, a wood artist, a creative designer, a dream maker, a whistler of zambas, a sheep farmer, a reciter of poems. Facon is just a piece of the beautiful country we have. Martin's background in art direction and his work as an artist are manifest in the story he's telling through Facon. You can start to grasp his sense of style and his appreciation for texture, color, and balance when you visit Facon, Argentina on Instagram. To find these artisans, to know them and absorb their stories, Martin has traveled to some of the most remote and obscure corners of his country. Most of his travels are by road. He's driven more than 100,000 kilometers in a series of trusty, slightly rusty pickup trucks. His current companion is a quickly aging 2014 Dodge Ram 1500. When he's not hunting out the handmade in the gaucho chic, he's riding motorcycles or spending time with his family. Martin Bustamante, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, John, for inviting me. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, you're at your home in Mendoza? I am at my home right now in Mendoza. Uh, it's the province in, in Argentina, very near the Andes. Uh, and we moved here with my wife and my son like one year and a half ago. We used to live in Buenos Aires. What brought you to Mendoza? Everything. <laughs> I think I felt a little bit rejected uh, from Buenos Aires. It's a city that it comes like very overcrowded right now. Um, and I love the nature and being connected with uh, with the outside, with the outdoors. So Buenos Aires, it was great for me. The time that I lived there, I have my my store, Facon is in, in Buenos Aires, uh, but I could manage perfectly from the distance. Uh, it's like 1,000 kilometers away. Argentina is a huge country. <laughs> but could, I traveled You could to, get to Santiago faster than Buenos uh, Aires. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, Santiago is like 300 kilometers. It's, it's faster, yeah. So you're in the town of uh, Chacras de Coria, right? Yeah, exactly about maybe 20 minutes south of Mendoza, the way I drive. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And at this, this is a, a beautiful little town with vineyards surrounding you and, and other things, orchards and uh, yeah. the Andes in the distance. And I'm glad exactly. you're there. That sounds like a great place to have spent the last year and a half. 
yeah, it's a great place and you know it's like I need the the connection with the mountain and and everything and I, I get my bike and I'm like five minutes away from like the middle of nowhere. I can be I can get lost in five minutes. <laughs> and I love that. In Buenos Aires you don't get lost. You, can't <laughs> you get can well. lost <laughs> between buildings and people but <laughs> Your family's from Buenos Aires, is that right? Yeah, my family is from Buenos Aires. The family of my wife is from Mendoza. She was born and raised in, in Mendoza, but she lived in Buenos Aires uh, for many years. So we have a son that is two years old and her family is here. So we felt like more attracted to be here for, for raising a, a small child between trees and mountains and buildings and people. Oh, Martin, I have to tell you, we, we just sold our home in the city and bought okay. bought land in a canyon, wow. a wild canyon. In fact, we call no. it the wild place. And it has- Where a, is that? Well, we're, we're near Park City, Utah, in the mountains. Okay, so okay. Maybe you and I should do a home exchange one day. I, I would love to. I would love to explore the the United States. Like the, I, I, I used to go to Miami and New York. You know, it's like the. I'm so sorry. The, 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 <laughs> the, the yes, the popular places. But I would love to go to to the states like the Rio and Utah, Montana. I don't know. Like uh, I think that you have a beautiful country over there. We do. It looks a lot like Patagonia. Yeah. Where I live. Yeah. 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 And is your is your family originally? I mean, how many generations has your family been in Argentina, and and do you have any native Argentine herencia? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, my mother. It's like it's she comes from her grandparents from Italy, mainly. From my father, it comes from Spain, and. The, um, and the other part of my father, it's been here in Argentina, like, I don't know, many, many, many years ago. Bustamante, that is my surname. Um, we don't have track. Uh, like, it's been here for a long, long time. So I think that in some point that uh, made me also create what I am creating with Facon. Uh, with my father, we think that I have like uh, 25% native oh. blood. So, you know, that, that things of energy and that in some way that you cannot express yes. with, with words or feelings, you, you have like something to do uh, because of your ancestors. I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, like my family is Scottish, but I've been... I've been to many places in South America and I've felt this longing to stay yeah. that feels like some deeper ineffable connection um, to the, uh, it's to the people, but it's also to the land and to uh, the land. Yes. It, it haunts me, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like a, yeah. a, a ghost in my thoughts to return. Yeah, okay. That's a friendly nice. ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, but you've, you've also spent time, you've lived in London, you've lived in New York as, as an art director and as probably a, a student of art. Um, yeah. What, uh, what brought you back to Argentina? Was it the same kind of a ancestral calling? Yeah. 
living in New York t- took me back to Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love New York. I, I love my friends in New York. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'm cut out to live there. No, no, it's crazy right now. I've been there like a year ago and it was like crazy. But um, I studied in New York for a couple of months. I work in New York uh, to uh, like in graphic design. And I think that the knowing... Uh, I don't know, the, the, the United States, I also live in, as you say, in London, London. Uh, and, well, it brought me back love because uh, I was in, with another couple in, in, in London and she, like, broke with me. So I needed to come back, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, like, the, 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 the real thing that I came back to to Argentina. And I also miss, like, as you said before, uh, there was something that it was hunting me to come back. And I love the land also. I love to to be in my country. Yeah. Well, Facon is is born of love, then we'll say. Hmm. Thank you. The name Facon, it looks like the French word façon or or way or manner, but it's Facon, which is the, the traditional gaucho knife why exactly. why did you choose this name what does that mean to you um the story uh, goes a uh, long time ago i was like in a 200 year old party in, a, in the countryside of argentina an old house and we have to dress up as uh, gauchos and and spanish people you know like the like Eight, 1800s and uh, I put like my gaucho pants, my knife, a shirt, but I was uh, barefoot uh, like the gauchos used to be like maybe with some leather in the, sh- in the, in the feet, but I was like barefoot in the party. And my friends told me like, I don't know, it comes to their mind like Facon, Facon, you're like Facon Bustamante. <laughs> it's your nickname. Okay, and you're you're an artist. I think I think you paint. I think you work in wood. You're a graphic designer, yeah. hmm. but you're an explorer uh, too. I love to learn things. You know, uh, I love crafts a lot. I work with uh, with wood. I work with metal. I like to learn new things i like the, to see and to learn the way things are made so this way i can value when i go and i see a ceramic i understand the process that is behind that mm-hmm. um I, i'm having a curious mind uh, you told me utah and the canyon believe me i i wrote it down in my sketchbook so when we finish this podcast i will google it I will see your landscape. I love that. And it's like, I need to, to know more of everything, you know? So <laughs> uh, that's also part of, of Acon. I love to, to, to knowledge more, more things about everything. Martin, to collect, to collect the items that you sell at Facon, you, you've traveled all over your country. Hmm. Uh, 
um, as I think about my own travels, there are some provinces that are really well known for their handcrafts. Are there places you yeah. travel more often than others? Uh, as you know, Argentina is long distances. And for me, it's easy to travel with my truck, uh, but sometimes it's like far away. So I, uh, there is a, a, a province that I love very much that it's Catamarca. Uh, that the province of Catamarca is like north, also near the Andes. But well, Catamarca, uh, it's a very virgin province also. It has like uh, lots of volcanoes, for example. Uh, I think it's one of the places with more inactive volcanoes in the world. Uh, it's very high in altitude. It's like normally 4,000 meters. And over there you can feel uh, like to be, it's like a time machine. Uh, I remember a trip uh, that I was in Catamarca. I was with a friend uh, and we stopped in in the house of a, of, a, of, a, of a craftsman and he invited us to come in, drink some mate. Um, we Now he's a friend of mine and yeah. he told me you, you should go to this place um, and we went to an incredible place, like in the middle of the mountain, for real, John, it was like, I never been to a, a more like solitary and uh, place in the world. It was amazing. And we got there and we met these Diaguitas. Diaguitas is the, like the, or the native people from that region. Uh, I would say region because nowadays we have provinces as every country, but uh, back in time was just a region. Uh, so we met these people with their with their uh, clothes and their language and their house made of stone. And I remember it was like uh, 4,000 meters above sea level. And it was a small house made of stone, very, very small. Um, Imagine like Mars, the, the landscape with yeah. uh, no trees, no grass, no anything. And these guys living over there with their uh, cattle, with their sheep and, and, and goats uh, inside the house, like, like a whole family of 10, 12 living over there. And it was like, I remember in the trip, it was like I, I had, I got very emotional about that. It was like. The contrast about our regular life that we have in the city and these people uh, and that also makes Facon because it's not, it's not just uh, crafts that I sell I want to sell or I want to share stories and I want to share landscapes and I want to share uh, experiences this is uh, uh, this is what I want to ask you about most you, okay. you and I have a similar responsibility, a similar similar calling. We're both collectors. We're collectors of mm. experiences and places mm. and faces and exactly. uh, feelings of things. And mm. we want to convey that to other people and have mm. them enjoy and appreciate the things that we love so much about these wild, mm. distant, 
places that are back in time. Yeah. And, and to do that from an object in a store in a big city like Buenos Aires, that's a challenge. You, you're, you must be part storyteller. I like I like that word. <laughs> yeah, I think that when we you do something from your guts, like that you really love what you do, you you want to yeah like share it in many ways. And when I was in the store, because I used to when I lived in Buenos Aires, I was personally in the store. I love to talk with people. And then we got into this uh, COVID and everything, and it was no more tourists uh, in in Argentina. So I decided to come here and find another way to communicate and to share these stories. So now we use like a more digital way of sharing the stories. But yeah. So so now your your sales are partly online. People can even design a poncho from your website. Exactly. Um, I want to like, uh, I like, I like very much contrasts of everything. I want like to take this poncho that was made in this province in Catamarca, uh, in the loom by hand. And I want to share it with, a, I, 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 all, all the time that I, um, they, I ask for the craft, the, 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 the artisan to, to, to make a product, I ask them like a video or a picture, because if you're in Utah, you want to see the process and, you, and it's not the same that you're receiving the package, your poncho, and that's it. But if you sh I share with you the name of the person, where he lives, what he eats, uh, his religion, his language, uh, your poncho, poncho uh, starts to get a personality. That's, and, a, that's a priceless object That's to have a, exactly someone a master craftsperson make that on a back loom by hand just exactly. for you and then to be able to yeah. see the process and meet virtually meet the artist exactly. it doesn't happen you couldn't get that if you traveled there because the process of making this takes so many months you'd you'd miss out yeah one yeah, of my so favorite things about buenos aires is let's say we're going to antarctica Hmm. Go order a pair of shoes in Once and yeah. <laughs> talk with the craftspeople. And by the time you return 10 days, 11 days, 15 days later, your shoes are ready and they're for you and you get to meet yeah. them. It's, it's yeah. so yeah. much more personal and valuable. Totally. And do you know what uh, future... It's art. It's artisanal. It's like it's it's artisanal. It's okay, the English word for that. It's artisanal. Yeah. Everything you know, we share the same computer, the same ringtone of the phone, the same brand for shoes, the same everything, the same way of thinking, and that's okay. I think that humanity turns to that. We are like a huge, massive thing that is moving around the world, uh, but we need to connect with real things also and we need to connect with stories we need to connect to to have something different from the other person and to invest in in crafts in in art we need to because when, when we use for example like i don't know like a, a sweater that it's made with lamb's wool or whatever in patagonia 
you are not just using that, you are using the story and you are helping these people also to continue with the, with their work. Uh, and that's beautiful. And that's what moves me. It's, and I want to share it. So that's part of Agon. So, so much of the joy that I find in a handmade item, a unique item like that, comes from the interaction with the artist. Hmm. You're the beneficiary of those interactions. Sending a photo or sending a video of that artist making that object is, is, is helpful. But uh, I think we have to go back to you being a great storyteller. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I am very, very humble about that because I am, sometimes I, I don't see myself from the outside, you know, I just do. So I start to realize that in the last years I started to, yeah, I've been like a storyteller uh, in many ways and I find different uh, ways that I feel more comfortable, for example, pictures, taking photographs, uh, that's a nice way of doing it. Uh, as you said before, I have some videos made. And I think that that is beautiful and is the best way of of, of showing the the landscapes. I, I travel around Argentina, like, I don't know, like 80,000 kilometers all around Argentina. And most of the time when I started, I didn't even have a camera. So I was like on my own. And I, I thought that I cannot be here in the middle of the mountain, in the middle of the Andes, in the middle of the Patagonia desert, and not sharing this. Not for the people, maybe the Argentinians, but uh, for the people around the globe. Because I want to share also the country and I want to share stories because I love... I've, I also feel very attracted to your country and to the landscape you have, like for real, uh, Utah uh, and, and these places that I mentioned before, uh, I would love to, to travel and to speak with people because Facon is not just Argentina, you know, you can apply it to every part of the world. Uh, Mexico, you have beautiful things in Mexico. Um, Guatemala, and I love Peru, Ecuador. Guatemala, yeah, Colombia. totally. Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you when you know the story of an object, it adds it adds meaning to the object. It adds value. It adds um, it adds heritage. Hmm. I think that the object it has like many uh, steps. You know, I have a picture of a rug just in in front of me. Uh, for example, these rugs are made in Santiago del Estero. There are many places in Argentina where you have different styles of ponchos, of rugs, of ceramics, uh, because it, it depends a lot of their resources also and their needs, yeah. because we don't have to forget that every craft and everything that, uh, almost everything that we sell in Facon, they have an origin, they have a purpose. Uh, and that's m maybe the difference between a craft and an art thing uh, that crafts, they, they mainly have a purpose. For example, these rugs in Santiago del Estero, that it's like a province in the middle of Argentina, uh, they used to, to, 
to make the, the rugs, the grandmothers to their granddaughters when they were born, and they there was a gift for their beds to be mm. warm during winter days, and they made these beautiful rugs full of flowers and colors. And if you see Santiago del Estero landscape, you will see that it's a desert. Not so many colors, not so many flowers. Uh, and this contrast is amazing. When these people make these, these rugs without um, art studies, without, uh, without nothing, they have their loom made with wood in the middle of the dirt. Uh, they have their own ships where they, um, they shear the ship. Um, and they use natural dyes. They use like the onions, they use uh, bark from the trees. They use yerba mate. They use even in their kitchens, they have uh, lots of, of this black stuff that it's, uh, when in Spanish it's said ojin. Uh, yeah, it's like charcoal. They use that for the, for the black and the gray colors in the rug. Uh, when they finish it, <laughs> the story about these people is like, I remember uh, for the clients, sometimes I say, be patient because uh, it's not something that we made it in the in a factory and we have like uh, in 15 days uh, it, it will be done no uh, in 50, 50 days maybe it will be done it depends <laughs> of many things and then these people that lives in the middle of the nowhere uh, they got they they go to the, the nearest town that maybe is like 50 kilometers away a motorcycle or by hitchhiking and they take your rug doing this long trip then you take they take a bus to the nearest bus station and then they um, dispatch your your package that would go to Fagon and from Fagon it go to Australia uh, France uh, South Africa or whatever so it's not just the story of making it, it's the story of getting you the rug uh, to your house, you know, it's like long, full of, of things. It's like an adventure. We, we have a friend in Peru and he's a traditional shaman. And for okay. him to come and meet with people in Cusco, it takes him almost two days of travel from his mountain <laughs> by buses, okay. by walking. Yeah, and when you know that, and when you meet with him, and you you experience, you know, his joy of life, it means so much more than just you know getting out of a car and 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 having exactly. experience. You yeah. it it makes it holy in a way. Yeah, because there's a yeah. real sacrifice yeah. involved in bringing it to you. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. You you talk a lot about the generosity, the spirit of the people that you work with. And it, it's, it's axiomatic that people who live in small towns who create things are generally wonderful and generous people. Yeah, yeah. I, I was amazed, like, traveling around Argentina. Sometimes I was alone, sometimes with a friend or a couple. Or it's, um, and I also always remember the generosity of people the, the more humble people. For you, maybe it's just like they give you an empanada or they, they share you a mate uh, or they share you a bed. But for them, it's everything they have. So it's like the same as if you go to a, a, um, a rich 
house and they give you the best wine they give you their their room and they give you their car so for you you need to understand that you're um getting into these houses where the people is everything they have so it's not just a matter it's not just uh, the mattress they gave you is everything for them so for me that's generosity yeah. you know sometimes you go to a house and they don't give you nothing like a glass of water <laughs> so uh, that's very nice and it's it's very common around argentina to to meet these people and they they help you with with many things and i think that that's because they are away from big cities uh, i think that that helps a lot in in maintaining our humanity. You've said in the past that the most important trait for you about Facon is its honesty. Is that the same type of expression that you find in the people? Is that is that the the spirit of what you're trying to convey? Yeah, I the think the truth that of the object, the truth of the people. Hmm. Hmm. Or the land? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, yeah. the way I do it is like the way I feel it, the way it's like an honest way of making what I really like. Uh, sometimes maybe I can uh, go wrong, but in many cases I think I'm the right path of what my 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 heart and my, my brain, uh, the way they work. And the same with people. And I like when they share, they invite me to their houses and to their, to their workspaces. Uh, and there are many craft people that I don't know because uh, that's a, a, a good thing about nowadays that, and technology that maybe you join, you tell me, I met this incredible guy in Misiones, you should meet her or meet him or whatever. Uh, I give you his WhatsApp or his phone number. So there are like 50% of, or 40% of people in Facon that I don't even meet face to face, that I work with them virtually. Um, that's also very nice. And sometimes I, I, I go and I, after working with them like three years, I met them personally. Uh, so I think you need to to embrace technology also and to make like the best equation, the best formula for you. Uh, and that works perfectly for Facon. So being based in, in Mendoza, you're, you're somewhat central. It's probably easier for you now to drive your your old truck up to Jujuy to Salta, but are you driving all the way to Misiones and to Southern Patagonia too? <laughs> That's crazy. Yesterday, I will. I love to see maps. I sometimes I go to Google Maps and start to to wander between like <laughs> small towns and see what's here and see pictures and. I don't know, Google the place and then I wrote it down and said, I need to know this place. And yesterday I was like calculating the distance from Mendoza to to Misiones. And that's crazy what you are saying. That's where we're brothers. 
<laughs> and it was like a trip, I don't know, like 30 hours. I was no way. That's a long, long trip. Uh, and, and then I put Ushuaia to Misiones. Do you know how many hours? No. Ushuaia uh, to Misiones. hours. Uh, no, 52. 52. 52 wow. hours nonstop. So, <laughs> uh, but here in Mendoza, yes, I'm, I'm more close to 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 provinces that have more crafts and because Buenos Aires, we live in the capital city and to cross the whole province is a long way. Um, so here in Mendoza is the smallest, smaller province and we are near uh, San Juan, La Rioja um, and other provinces that are they're very beautiful to, to, to discover. You, your video about Mendoza talks about the three mysteries of Argentina, those being the Pampas, the forest, hmm. and the Andes. Yeah. Do you, do you try to represent all of those? Is there, is there one that means more to you than the others? No, I, I don't have preferences, you know, in, in my life. Do you know when, do, what you prefer, like uh, black or white? But no, I don't prefer anything. I think that every thing has its its moment, uh, its time, its space. Uh, I love uh, what Patagonia uh, has to say. Patagonia is a beautiful place. Their silence, their wind their stories it's it's a very ancestral and magic place of dinosaurs you know it's that patagonia is huge it's like the half of argentina it's patagonia it's considered patagonia of mostly half then you have misiones misiones is the province um it's little finger that, that sticks up towards paraguay brazil. and brazil and yeah. it's tropical and exactly it's like the, the i think it's more distinguished province because it's more the Brazilian one. <laughs> you get into Misiones and you you hear the noises of the birds and the, the, everything is like an incredible sound everywhere and green and it's it's, it's shocking. I love Misiones. So <laughs> uh, and then you have Cuyo. When then you have Salta Jujuy of that part that is more like a Peruvian or Bolivian and then uh, the Andes that the, it's the also a magical place exactly um, it's uh yeah it's not like i prefer one over the other i've had special experiences in each and each one is meaningful and rich to me and i, I wouldn't give them hmm. up i wouldn't trade them yeah exactly. like i'm a collector yeah. of of experiences in a way what, what what part of argentina do you like the most or what would you, I don't know, like... T today, I, I crave more the time in Patagonia. Patagonia I have so okay. many memories there of, of being there with family and friends. And, okay. And uh, it's, there's something about it that that reminds me of my home here, and my home here yeah. reminds me of Patagonia. Okay, that's nice. But it's that that's wildness, nice. that, that loneliness, that freedom. And yeah, Patagonia is... a. Uh, it's amazing, you know, it's like the, and you have two Patagonias. You have the Patagonia is near the Andes, that it's more like the green side and yeah. Right up the next mountains. to the Andes, you get a lot more rainfall. There's more wildlife and more 
more trees and then you get up into the stepland that rolls out to the coast and it's so barren and it's petrified (laughs) forests and yeah 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 look i have a a cool story a nice story about that patagonia i i made a long time ago like 10 years ago i i went into a trip with uh, with an old track of mine and we were uh going through the to this place and I googled Bahia Bustamante that I saw that you have it in your website yeah. and uh, I, I just googled it because I was in the map and it was like Bustamante my surname okay let's go there I don't know anything about that and so I got into the truck I, I got into Bahia Bustamante and as soon as I left Buenos Aires I lost a tic tac uh, watch that I had in my truck uh, and I lost it. I couldn't find it anywhere. I was under the seats, under the hood. I, I lost it. So I could You're not the only guy that's the... ever lost a watch in Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a TikTok, the one that with the with the hands. Okay. So uh, I got into Bahia Bustamante, and I, I was like very tired, and I, I, I pulled my my seat back, and I, I suddenly heard TikTok, TikTok. The silence of the place, you know, it was like crazy, and I could I could find my 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 clock because of the silence and the mm. the solitude that it was over there. And yeah, it that like hit me. <laughs> if someone were coming to Argentina for the first time, what would you tell them they should do or experience so that they could understand the spirit of of Argentina? Hmm. Uh, I think there are very good magazines and websites that they really uh, communicate uh, authentic places, you know. It happens in Argentina and it happens every country around the world that you maybe you get a, a well-known magazine and you go like, okay, let's go tango here. And you go tango and it's not a real tango. Or you go to Caminito and you go to regular places that yeah. are okay. But no, they are not the real thing. It's like I go to New York or whatever and go to the places that every tourist go. They're okay. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm saying that maybe sometimes it's better to get lost in a in a deli and, and start to talk with people and see uh, and learn uh, other ways. I love to go when I travel to, I told my, my wife yesterday, to... to uh, libraries, libraries like for mm. for drawing and stuff, and to supermarkets. I love supermarkets. <laughs> I I love them because they show the real thing. They show what we eat. They show what we buy. Uh, I love going to supermarkets. They all smell different. <laughs> like sometimes I'm at someone's house and I think, oh, they've bought the same laundry soap that everybody in Costa Rica uses. You okay. know. It's that yeah, strong yeah, yeah. of a scent, smell, reminder. Yeah, yeah. So in Argentina, uh, I think that you can do a little bit of Buenos Aires. It's very nice. It's a beautiful city. Uh, but but then uh, it depends on your preference. You know, if you want, if you like to go to the mountains, if you like to be in in the wild, in the wilderness uh, of Misiones. Uh, so maybe talk to locals and if you want to send me an email to Facon, I will show you the places I've been and love to share. So <laughs> that's no problem. Martin, do you do the photography on your website? 
Uh, yeah, I mainly do my photography and, and the uh, Jose, that he's the guy that works in the store. He helps me a lot with, with pictures because uh, we receive a lot of things in the store that I, I live in Mendoza. I maybe I cannot see. So he makes these beautiful pictures that we upload them to Instagram. Uh, so it's a combination of the pictures that I take and the guys that work with me in Buenos Aires and they take pictures of the, of the products. Martin Bustamonte, thank you for spending some time with me. Uh, wish you a, a beautiful day and, and uh, many more adventures. Let's have some together. Mm -hmm. Thank you, John. Thank you for, for being uh, a link between Argentina and my story with the worldwide and the people that hear you. Thank you. If you'd like to know more about custom travel in Latin America and the Antarctic, reach out to us at landedtravel.com. Since 2006, Landed's success has been built on word-of-mouth referrals. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to rate the podcast or share it with a friend. Thank you for listening.